This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and your accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Baked daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use, and um, is great, you know? If you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socraticgamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out, build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast, right, Vish? Yep. Start a, start a podcast and uh, get your ideas out there. All right. Enjoy the episode. All right. So since you, you just finished watching the uh, Formula One, um, like the, the race for this week, I think you were saying like you really got into it because of, well, I mean, you've always liked the, the video games, right? But you got into it after watching the Netflix documentary that you were showing me about. Yeah, that one, um, is it, is it sir, Drive to Survive or something like that? It's okay, F1. Yeah. Um, it's a Netflix series. Yeah. Right, right, Okay, okay. So I was thinking about, because um, I'm really into, well, I started to get really into, like, reality TV shows with, with uh, like, X on the Beach and, like, um, The Ultimatum. I think it's called The Ultimatum. But, like, those were, like, challenge-based, right? You used to watch uh, Survivor, mm-hmm. Amazing Race, like, all those, right? Yeah. And I feel like reality TV shows get lumped in, like, two categories, which are either, like, challenges you know, like you're yeah. trying to compete for something or just like living, you know? Mm-hmm. And I I noticed that with uh, your Formula One uh, show and the Bling Empire that I'm really into right now, which is like a crazy rich Asians, but in real life thing, I guess it would be sort of be like keeping up with the Kardashians too, right? I was like going to say that. Right, right, yeah. right. So I was thinking about this. I, I started following them on IG and you also started watching like the formula one in real life. And then you were like, Oh look, that's the guy that was on the show. Right. It's like, we, we don't realize that these people in the shows are really real people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you think of reality TV, you think it's like all scripted and like, um, like with the challenges, it's like, Oh, that's so unrealistic or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? But but then when you get into, like, other forms of reality TV, which is, like, keeping up with the Kardashians and, like, the Bling Empire, like, these are real people, mm-hmm. you know? And it started to trip me out thinking, like, what what must that be like, having a camera crew with you at all times? You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, like, like for, for me, I'm like, oh, this must be scripted, right? Because, like, you're being filmed. You know, another one is like uh, 14 Peaks with Nims Die. He was saying like his mom was in the hospital and he had they're like, okay, we have to film this, right? But he's like, you're kind of putting on a show, but you're also trying not to put on a show. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like a weird balance. And me and Tara went out to eat yesterday and then we were having this conversation. And then I was tripping out. I was like, oh, wow, we just, like, if this is a reality TV show, we'd be having the same conversation, but there'd be cameras all around us. Yeah. So it's like, where does the mind go in that? And it takes a while to get used to that. Though. I mean, having a camera, right? It's like you, you. I don't know if you can be your true self. Yeah, it's because always, you, right? Yeah, because yeah, other people sure. are watching you, right? Or for gonna sure, for sure. watch you. So it's like, how much can you reveal without 
revealing too much. Right, right, right. So like in the Bling Empire one, um, she's like lying to her friends, being like, oh, we're not together. But then if you watch the show, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, they filmed you guys together. Right? So it's like... Yeah, like it's going to get out. It, it's going to get out. So that, that's what I was thinking too. It's like, it's like if it's going to get out and you know it's going to get out, are you just feeding into our desire for trauma? or, Or is this like... Like, like, when does your brain turn off and not realize that you're on a show? Is what I'm wondering. Because I'm so fascinated by by it right now, right? It's like, oh, why do you like reality TV shows? It's like, it's like the human element of it, plus the idea of how mm-hmm. can you actually do that? How how, how can you? Do I don't that know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think it has to be weird. it has to be a certain types of people that are there. Are, but but then it goes into the Formula One one. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. It's like, well, what about the Formula One people? Yeah, you know, because they're not really dramatizing anything no or are they like i, I don't know I no really... it's not not really they're just they're just drivers right like showing you what it's like to be a driver yeah yeah okay and there are i mean there are things that go on in between where it's like between certain drivers just yeah, like the drama between drivers right yeah but okay. that's that i think it makes sense because you're part of you're doing a race right you're you're being all these people are competitive in nature okay yeah, yeah fair 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 yeah. right so it's like the show, I don't think, is because the show is based on what's happening in the real race time, right? Right, right, right. So you're seeing like the real thing. So, like today's race, another person was in the lead, but they wanted this other guy to take the lead because he would get more points and be the like the point leader, right? right. So he told them, uh, told the so like their teammates, so, yeah, their teammates, sorry, they're, so it was Red Bull and their teammates, Sergio and Max, and Max has been winning quite a lot of the races in the in the start of the season. So they wanted Max to who was currently in second to to take that first spot so that he can become the point lead uh of the tournament. So they told the guy who was currently in first, Sergio, his teammate, to slow down to let him pass you. Right. So then it's like so there some uh in, in earlier parts of like in the show Netflix series, there was some animosity between even though they're on the same team, the two drivers, there was some clashing. Okay, like, oh, like, I don't want. Like, I want to be. I want to take the lead. Right. Why right, do I want to give it? Because you're competitive. You don't realize it's like exactly. a team sport. Yeah. So like, and then Sergio did give it to him, but it's like how. How is that going to be behind? Yeah, how is that later? like? Okay. How is that going to help me? And later on, are you going to help me out? Like, if some problem is going on, right, like, right, right. like, it do, It can happen, but that's. I think that's the reality of this world. Like, right, right. No, yeah, I, I was saying. So, like, it, it seems so innocuous on the surface, but then there's, like, a drama-related thing behind it. Like, there, there can be drama-related yeah, yeah, behind yeah. it. Yeah. I it's think also, it's just because it's all a competitive... You're in the competitive mindset thing, right? right so you sure. want to win. Yeah. You don't want to be second place. <laughs> Which is the origin of the drama, yeah. right? That And and then, like, relating that to every, everyone's lives is, like, couldn't you just make a reality TV show, TV show about everyone's life? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, when do we? You can, and I think that producers of those shows know what to take and make, like, emphasize and make uh, right, like right, a story right. around those sort Cause, of cause sort, like, sort of events. In, in Bling Empire, they never show like their day jobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's always just their interaction with each other. So there's a lot being cut out, you yeah. know, in a 24-hour yeah. day. And like this, the show is supposed to like span a week, right? And then mm-hmm. like the F one thing is like a really, really long time, like a year or something, right? 
Yeah, at least uh, the throughout the year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. it's throughout the year, but then they condense it to a TV show, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's almost like if you look at your life from a third person perspective and you look at the underlying narrative, that's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. It, it almost seems like everyone's lives can be a like a reality TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then what what is the the attraction? I mean, what yeah, things ha- things happen in people's lives, but it doesn't always happen. Let's right say, away. Like right away right. or like necessarily every day, but there are those few days that something happens. Right, right, right. And if you just cut out the lag time in between those events, then it just seems like, oh, right. they're, they're always have something going exactly. on, right? Yeah. So there's there's two ideas here that I'm playing around with. Like this, well, first one is like this voyeuristic nature, like we're watching people without them watching us. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is like, what makes their lives so much more attractive than our own? I think it's the drama. <laughs> no, no, but uh, but we just said like everyone's got drama. Everyone's got drama, but I, up, everyone's right? got drama. But people want to see. But you feel like you're the only one dealing with it, right? But then you see like, other people's drama, and maybe right, yours is not right. as big, comparative. Or oh, okay, okay. So you like watching it, like maybe not as entertaining. Oh, my life's not like that. Yeah, or, it can be like that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I I noticed too, like watching a lot of these reality TV shows, that like you kind of grow an affinity towards them. I was like joking around here. I was like, oh, let's let's see what our friends are up to. Obviously, we're not friends, but it feels like you're friends with them because you're like watching the show and you know, <laughs> you know what I mean, like intimately their lives and like you kind of want to know what they're up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's like a one way street kind of thing. Sure. It's yeah. almost like a podcast, but like with like a like a conversational podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? But with a conversational podcast. It's more like a, a um, it's like a dialogue, and it's just really you're kind of exchanging ideas. Whereas this one's not really exchanging ideas; it's more like you're living vicariously through them. Yeah, you know, depends on what you're watching, but yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like it, like the bling thing that makes sense. They're like rich people, right? Right, right, right. Um, but like you know, I, with F one, like you would still yeah you can like a, yeah yeah affinity yeah. towards the person right because you see them in their most intimate moments you see them all the time and you're like mm-hmm. i think i know them so like i can see how like from my own personal experience i could see how people could definitely go down the road of fandom like obsessed fandom right. you know what those people that like see somebody in yeah, person yeah. they start crying and you're like why are you crying <laughs> but it's like no because they built such an emotional attachment towards you yeah they made an impact on their lives but, but a one-way impact you know what yes, I'm saying? yes like, of course yeah yeah that yeah. is so fascinating to me yeah like we we are so starved for connection mm-hmm. that we will find it in anything even if it's not a real connection you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because it's it's like one way. They're, they're mm-hmm. never going to know you. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Um, because there's no way. When it, when it's one way, then um, there isn't a way for them to hurt you, right? Yeah, true. Very, very fair point. I think, yeah. I think that's what makes it more, feel like there's more of a connection. But, uh, like a, more of like um Like if I was friends yeah, with yeah. somebody and I can, like if there's personal interaction, right? Like, oh, you're annoying or something. Yeah, like, Ooh, things me. can, ha- yeah, exactly. Right. But then if you don't have that kind of connection, you, you will just watch them on TV or something on screen and it's like, you're going to have more of a connection. You feel like you have more of a connection uh, to them. Like a safer, like a, uh, and it's, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't know what the word is, but yeah, it's sort of yeah. like, uh, it's like, yeah, like safer, um, it, it feels more, yeah, it's the best word I can think of is like safe because like you're mm-hmm. you're 
you're eliciting all those same chemicals as like hormones of like attachment and stuff, but you know, you'll never get hurt by the show. Yeah. Unless they do something crazy, like, but, but that's not really, well, no, it's not about hurt by the show. I feel like it's like, you're not getting hurt by that person. Right. 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 Right? Like things can happen to the character, but you're going to be exactly. Yeah. 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 That's so weird. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I, like having having felt that from my own perspective it's like i almost can't judge because i hadn't felt that before like even with bands remember we'd like listen to music you, you came with me downtown i love like way too yeah remember that and then everyone was like obsessed with tom delong who showed mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. And, he was like, and you were just looking at everyone like why is everyone pulling up their phone and like trying to reach out to him <laughs> you know and it was like so odd and yeah. I, I didn't understand that too when we went to like warp tour we met those bands and mm-hmm. i was like oh cool like like we were having like normal conversation with them because it yeah. wasn't like i didn't love you you know you know what i'm saying like i didn't like i loved your music but you as a person it's just like you're just a person yeah we, we we tend to put them on um, pedestals. pedestals like in godly uh, levels right right, right for, for sure but like i hadn't felt that until this show mm-hmm. and like reality shows okay, i'm okay. like oh there's a weird pull now that mm-hmm. i really want to see what they're up to you mm-hmm. know and like yeah and, and I was. Like, I mean, I had that too. I, I watched uh, like Jersey Shore or like, okay, like these. Okay. I, I watched different um, um, reality TV shows. Yeah, just they're really good entertainment. They they are good entertainment, but there's there's a, a deeper emotional level I'm feeling towards this because I'm just like wondering why it's so popular, and then I just got into it. And I'm like, oh, I can see why this is popular. Mm-hmm. No, it's not really like the toxicity. It's the, it's the vulnerability. You know, like right? You're okay. seeing like vulnerable people mm-hmm. yeah i i don't know it's, it's a weird it's a weird thing like i've seen them but i don't think i felt what you're feeling <laughs> like i don't feel necessarily a okay yeah, connection yeah. in that sense that's why i i lean towards more of the the competitive reality because then it's just like it's more like, like the, the, com- the games you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah that, sorry that, that that type of reality shows like survivor or something like out that makes more it's more, I would say, for me, it's more fun to watch. Because there's, like, something to overcome. It's not actually just, like, yeah. Yeah. like dramatic stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. So I guess, yeah, you just... Like, I've seen them. I I think they're good. In, I just view them as just good entertainment. I just don't have a connection to the characters. Or right, the people, okay, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, because before, you know, I'm sure if you listen to other podcasts from us, yeah. we are talking about how the celebrityism with like why do people like celebrities so much mm-hmm. but now i'm starting to feel it and i'm like oh let me re-examine that now that that like perspective mm-hmm. of being kind of judgy towards people who like obsess over celebrities but i'm like if i if i saw one of those reality like kane from bling empire like this guy i really like um i'd be like what up kane like like i like you but you don't even yeah, know, no, 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 no. That's know what I'm like it's no i get that but, i get but that it's different from like a celebrity like a movie star or an mm-hmm. actor mm-hmm. because i felt like oh that's just your job like as an actor, I like your movies. I don't know who you are as a person. Yeah. Or like, I like your music. I don't know who mm-hmm. you are as a person. Mm-hmm. But there's something about reality TV shows where it's like, oh, that's your personality. You yeah. Know what I'm I, I get what you're saying. Um, or like the racer one, it's like, oh, but you're a good racer. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't be uh, like enthralled by you. Yeah. I don't know. You're just a cool racer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I know like, what you're saying. Job. Yeah. But this yeah. one's like, they're not doing anything. They're just like showing their personalities. And then like with the myriad of personalities, you get to choose the ones you like. Mm-hmm. you know it's, i i get it uh 
I'm just uh, fascinated by now because I'm like, what is this thing that I'm feeling? I'm just confused. No, I, I get what you're saying, but I still like for me, it's still the like uh, they're just showing. They're only showing me what works for TV. You know what I mean? Their personalities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That I don't, still don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Them. It's sort of like social media. Yeah. You're like you're still only just seeing the few second clips. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, okay, okay, you know what's really trippy to think about? We, we, like, people you call friends, Mm -hmm. right? You actually spend less time with them than people you work with. Okay, yeah. That's weird, right? (laughs) And then people you like on social media, you spend even less time. It's Mm -hmm. one way, and you only see, like, maybe 30 seconds of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Like, I notoriously post a lot on social media, but you're only still getting maybe three minutes of my day mm-hmm. because like if you lump them all together, like even though I post like 10 times in the day, it's like 15 seconds times 10. Mm-hmm. That's uh, like what, uh, I don't know the math there, but it's like uh, 150 seconds. So two minutes and 30 seconds. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like of my day, but like chunked up in a way that you're only seeing those moments so so it's almost like you build an affinity towards the mm-hmm. person and yep. you're like oh i must know what they're like but it's yep. like, nah, again it's two minutes that's what i'm saying yeah right yeah it's weird how this like psychological emotional attachment well it's because we are driven for attachment right. yeah right like c- connection for connection even this is like our maximum an hour and a half but that's an hour and a half out of a seven day week <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's crazy yeah to think about mm-hmm. you know yeah i don't know i'm just like fascinated by like human uh interaction now because because yeah. like and then it really tripped me out being like oh you barely you actually barely see your friends in comparison to coworkers. Mm-hmm. you see coworkers way more yeah but like there's no like that seems like very skewed Shouldn't you spend more time with the people you like than the people you have to be around? Because, like, if you don't have that job anymore, you'd never be around them anymore. True. Right? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, I feel it's like... It's weird, yeah. Like, socially, <laughs> socially, we're structured in a very awkward way. Like, if you think about hunter-gatherer times and, like, um, and like back when we were in small communities, it was, like, you would see your friends, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Because you'd be living and working with them. You know what I'm saying? But then now in society, I wonder if that's why we have such like detachment or like loneliness. You know, like we we live more connected than ever and with more amounts of people, but there's a lot of like depression and loneliness Mm -hmm. rampant in our society. Right. Because it's like, even though you're next to someone, you're still not connected to someone. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a difference between like connection and distance yeah yeah weird right yeah this is a professional connection slash personal connection right yeah totally but it's like but our brains can't understand the difference so like you can be professionally connected to like a bunch of people but you don't like any of them yeah yeah, so you're spending like eight hours a day around people you don't like Mm -hmm. but like you're still technically receiving a physical emotional connection with another human being right but it's in a it's in an adverse way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, yeah. right? It's different. Yeah. Social structuring now in our contemporary society is very odd. Mm-hmm. It's almost like not real. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very odd. Yeah, it's 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 odd in that sense. Yeah. Like another thing, uh, pre-COVID, one thing that they're saying is when people got, um, when COVID, like the the pandemic started, a lot of divorces started happening because you would actually not see your (laughs) significant other most of the day. Right. Right. You'd only maybe like three hours a day, Mm. morning, night. Yeah. And then weekends. Mm -hmm. But, but we didn't realize that those kinds of relationships that you had built are actually not the ones you wanted. That's why mm-hmm. you saw a lot of divorce because you were stuck in that home with that person. Yeah. And it was like, oh no, I can't escape you now. Right. You know what I mean? Like so many problems with the way society is structured itself. In terms of like emotional attachment, relationships, mm-hmm. connectivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I wonder if that's like the root of our maladaptive behaviors now. Oh, what do you think? Um, I mean, like you could see what I'm like saying, right? I, I no, like, no, I do. Yeah, and it's also true what you're saying, right? But, but I never thought about it before. It's just like it wasn't until the reality show because I'm like, what do I like about this freaking reality <laughs> show? And then I'm like, why am I growing such an attachment? I don't know these people. Mm-hmm. But then now it's like, and then it made me question like other parts right. of like life mm-hmm. as well. I was going for a walk with your brother and I was like, I see that guy maybe two, two hours a week. Your brother. Yeah, oh, right. Because okay. we just go for like uh, morning walks, you know, Wednesday, yeah, yeah. Friday. And then, but then it was like, I see you two hours a week, but I have an affinity towards you. But then the people I work with who I'm constantly messaging, I'm like, I can't wait to not message them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's like, why is it balanced in that direction? I mean, obviously for commerce and like, yeah, we've set Capitalism. up the system in that sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like it would be more harmonious if we did Depends on how you look at things. Yeah, there, that's there too. But then like in small communities like hunter-gatherers, you, if you're if it's somebody you don't like, you're going to see, keep seeing them 24-7. Oh, okay, yeah, fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> true. right? You can leave the tribe though, you know? No, but... Okay, yeah, but so, then you're leaving the whole tribe, right? But, but I'm wondering like why is there... I, maybe this is the answer because like in Western societies that are really built up, industrialized, there's less of a, of a community aspect than in like third world countries where you have to band together and you see those people all the time. Like, you know, in like there's no real working in those. Th- there's working, yeah, but it's it's more community. It, But they're again, they're all the same as... Everyone's this, like everyone's um, in similar in culture, right? Like, okay, they have that over. So you think that's what it is? Uh, yeah, because there's a lot more things that they're connected to. Like here, again, it's more diverse. So yeah, okay, you can't. You're, there's, a, there's a certain level of connection, but you can't. You won't ever understand the other person if you don't understand their culture, right? Or their Ooh, background. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then that, that creates a little bit of a separation, right? Right, 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 right. Ooh, yeah, that's true. Because it's like over here, if you have two different cultures, you're like, hey, what do you want to do after work? But then it's like we're, we're coming at it from two different places. One person might be like, oh, I like to, you know, do this thing. And then another person's mm-hmm. like, I like to do this thing. Yeah. And but but yeah. you will never, um, 
like you'll never come to terms with yeah like, like, like yeah there could be different classes of culture like someone drinks and someone doesn't drink right i was about to could, say could, yeah, yeah. Be, right that could be for religious reasons and then well you can't go out to get a go to a bar like just gotta grab a couple of drinks and then yeah, yeah so right. that could so you you can't build a personal connection that way you have to find a different way but then you have to understand other people's culture too oh that's yeah i think you hit the nail on the head actually because yeah if you go to those other countries it's like um because we're all culturally the same it's like you mm -hmm. know that you're going to go to church on the weekend or something yeah. like oh, i'll see a church yeah or like oh I'll, let's go fishing because mm -hmm. you know you both go fishing yeah like not like it fishing in the sense of um like fly fishing here it's sort of i'm thinking about like where my dad mm -hmm. grew up where it's okay. like fisher, yeah, yeah. fisher, right, fisher right. villages yeah you know? yeah they're all in this fishing villages so they're gonna be so they yeah exactly. <laughs> so they know that stuff yeah that's so interesting right so it's like i mean i think that probably would have they, they might be a little bit better off still even in the cities in in those other countries um but there's still there would be minor separation still right but compared to here because everything is like everyone is yeah, yeah sure. it's gonna be more major of a separation because everyone is very different yeah, yeah you're right right even in their like um in their mannerisms all right, so I had to Google this word. It's called microaggression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to like, like we're laughing like it's like the South Park um, yeah. memes about microaggressions. But then like actually looking at what like microaggressions are, I was like, do you mean just passive aggressive? Mm -hmm. You know. And then it was like, no, there's a difference between microaggression and passive aggressive. So passive aggressive is you're being like aggressive, but you're trying to make it subtle. Okay, right? yeah, you're trying yeah, to yeah. be mean but subtle. Yeah. Right, but then microaggression is sort of like um, you do an action that is sort of an attack on that other person's culture mm -hmm. without either knowing or not knowing. Right, right? and mm -hmm. and then but but that actually gets taken away if we're all the same culture. That's what I was just thinking about. It's like yeah. maybe microaggressions wouldn't be a thing if we were all the same culture because then it's like 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 for mm -hmm. example, a yeah, microaggression yeah, yeah. would be like um, oh, actually, no, no, there was a microaggression. I I was like. This is extremely um, in bad taste. I don't want to say racist, but it's like in bad taste, mm -hmm. you know? So this person, uh, we were like in a Zoom meeting, and this person's like, how do you pronounce your last name? And then like the person's like, uh, so before they even answered, the person was like, I sent it through like a Google Translate, and I got like, uh, and then she, she started to say like different variations of them. I'm like, oh my God, this is so like almost racist. Like, I would, I would classify this as a microaggression. She was being honest. Like, I don't know how to pronounce it. And then, like, Google was saying all these things, but they all came out so weird. And, like, how would you say it? And then the person was like, haha, okay, well, if you're speaking in this language, it would sound like this. If you're speaking in this language, it would sound like this. And then she's like, she repeated it. And she's like, does that sound right? Oh, so weird, eh? Okay, let me try again. And I was like, you're kind of, you're, you're, unintentionally making fun of that other person's culture <laughs> you, like you know i know what you're saying yeah i get but, what you're saying. that's because we're where there's so many different cultures jam-packed in one yeah like you know? yeah just yeah i think i think it made it worse by trying to repeat the name multiple times and trying to say yeah, it. you're like singling them out it's like oh bro that's that's not yeah. cool it's just like I don't like you just say it once i don't know if i'm saying this right but you know you say it like like all right let, let's take it let's take it from a different angle like uh um let's say because i don't want to say what that person's last name was but like let's say something more easily understood in our culture like western culture mm -hmm. so they're like how do you say your name is it john or Jahan or mm -hmm. johan right you know and then 
and the person's like, uh, it's John. Oh, John, that's, I would have never guessed that one. That's mm-hmm. that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if the shoe was on the other foot, you'd be like, this guy's rude. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, you almost have to, you almost have to put yourself in the shoes of another person in order to, but that's what you're saying. If if there was one culture, you wouldn't need to put your shoes mm-hmm. in someone else's yeah, yeah, feet. Yeah. You wouldn't need to walk on someone else's shoes. Right. So maybe the, the problem is, like, we do have so many jam-packed cultures in one. Yeah, I think I think that's that's the whole. Uh, this is how we got like we got to figure this out as we go through it, right? Because right, it's, right. it's I don't want to say this first time, but it's like one of the times that we have all these cultures all in one area, right? Sure, you know, no, but you're, you're actually right. Like, obviously, there was back then. Like, if you read like Silk Road, um, yeah. Persia, going into Rome, and like all that mm-hmm. stuff, like there were like an intermingling of cultures, but not to the degree of what we have now. And mm-hmm. Canada in the U.S. is relatively young, right? It's like 200 years yeah. old or 300, something like that, whatever. But it's not like thousands of years old. Yeah, no. Right? Yeah. So it's like we are just experiencing the growing pains of mm-hmm. of like shoving a bunch of cultures as <laughs> so like one. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, as the world keeps, if it keeps getting bigger, like, I mean, more people can travel. and Yeah, for sure. Like, and a lot of people come here to go to school and stay here. For, for sure, right? for sure. And, so, and hence why the importance of diversity and inclusion now. Like, like why why do we need the, like, why do we need to be super diverse and inclusive? Mm-hmm. And that's only a problem if you have multiple cultures in one in one location. Yeah. But if we're all, like, Filipino, if we're all, like, Japanese, yeah. it's like, what do you mean cultural diversity? Yeah, like, exactly. Why do I need cultural sensitivity? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, weird, eh? So that's, that's, I think that's the one thing we have to remember that. Western societies, or at least, yeah, North American society, that we have a much more diverse thing that we're, it's all new. Yeah, yeah, for sure. To figure out how do we all connect again, each, right? Yeah, true, true, true. It's weird when you think about that, though, because we're all like, oh, we're all just human, but it's like, not to a degree, you know? It's like, we are human, but we all come right. from different, like, pasts. Yes, yeah. We're all connected to different stories of our past. Of past, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So. And you have to be like very, um, very aware of why other people do. It's almost like yeah, you have to be aware and open, kind of thing. aware, aware and open. Very true, very true. Yeah, I was I was reading this when I was studying like in university, like many many years ago. Um, I was fascinated by um, international business because I was like, wow, that's so cool. Like businesses that span multiple countries, right? Because how do you deal mm-hmm. with that? And I picked up this book. I wasn't really into reading back then as much as I am now. So like I bought the book, I never ended up reading it, but it's like uh, cultural intelligence. And it's like you, like you said, you have to be open-minded, but the the education aspect is so pivotal because <laughs> if you don't know why somebody's doing something, then you're going to see it as weird. Yeah. But it's not weird if you just understand where it comes from. Yeah. But we, we don't, push ourselves to educate ourselves i find as often mm-hmm. you know to, to a myriad of things sure yeah yeah you, you know what ignorance means ignorance yeah, yeah like we hear it like oh that person's so ignorant um what's it mean well what like i don't you don't know like like oblivious of, to it yeah all right so it's so a lack of education uh, yeah right and it's like Oh, if that's all it is, then you just got to educate yourself. You yeah. won't be ignorant anymore. Yeah. You know? Like a, a very common one um, 
uh, like the like wearing of hijabs, right? It's like where does that come from? Mm-hmm. You know, that's okay. It's a religious thing that you're just meant to, like, um, like you're, you're supposed to like um, be. It's almost like savior, not really save yourself for God, but like have modesty. That that's the thing, right? Like don't like flaunt all of your, um, all of your beauties to everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. So like they, they were taught to like cover up and like live modestly. Right. So then if you look at it from that perspective, you're like, okay, that makes sense. Like, why would I hate you for that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Do do your thing. Right. Like that, that would be like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. but, but you didn't, but if you didn't educate yourself to what that thing is, then you'd just be like, why are they, why are they covering themselves? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's like, that would be just like saying like, why are you wearing a sweater or why are you wearing a long sleeve t-shirt? Mm-hmm. Just wear a t-shirt, bro. Yeah. You know, it's, if the argument is just as silly mm-hmm. when you understand where that thing comes from. Yeah. And then when you educate yourself further, you find out that like nuns wear hijabs too. Like yeah. nuns in Christianity, mm-hmm. but they don't call them hijabs. Right? It's like a nun hood or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I get away from it because I'm Christian so or Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Anything else about uh, that? Yeah, I just got to... Um, yeah, we gotta more educate ourselves. So, we yeah, become ignorant for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. Ignorance is uh, ignorance is just a lack of knowledge. Literally, if you just look up what that term means. But it's so funny. It's like you, we paint it as like this this negative thing. You're, like, oh, you're so ignorant, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Cultural ignorance. But it's like if you just go, you just don't understand. You just didn't educate yourself enough to it, or like you don't know much about it. Mm-hmm. You know, words really matter, right? Like. Ign- the word ignorance seems so cutting. Right? So you're so ignorant, right? Versus, um, you haven't read that many books. Oh, that's pretty negative too. Uh, you just don't know what that's about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, I just don't know what that's about. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's ways of saying it too. Yeah, tones and all that stuff. But there's other like there's, ignorance is bliss is another thing that I always remember. Yeah, right. Because right, the less you know, more. the better. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's true though, right? We just break it down. Like, if you just break down the the meaning behind the word, everything makes sense. You know, it, it becomes less of a uh, an attack mm-hmm. and more of just like uh, an area of improvement. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's another word that is just like ignorant. And I just had this conversation. I was thinking about it, um, spiritual. Like, what does spirituality mean? <laughs> like, you're a very spiritual person. It's like, what does that mean? Yeah, each person is in. It's a different meaning to each person, though. Right, right, for sure. Right. Um, I'm curious to know, like, what what would you say is like? What would I say is yeah, spiritual? Like, what does spirituality mean to you? Um. Well, to me personally, uh, just knowing that we're all one. I guess I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's how you place it. Okay. Okay. Um, like it's a bit more. I, like I'm not connecting it to anything supernatural, I would say. It's yeah, just, right, right. Okay, yeah. so usually when I hear um, definitions of spirituality, I hear things like something greater than yourself or um, like a connection to something sure. greater than yourself or like yeah. understanding that there's a divine plan, something like that, right? Mm. Uh, and like going through so many different definitions of the word like spiritual and spirituality, the best one I've come upon so far is... Um, like the Zen perspective of it, because like in Zen, it's all about cutting away all of the BS. So like there is no God, there is no 
supernatural universe. There's none of that, right? It's all about your direct experience. So to me, I would say that spirituality is a connection to yourself and others. Mm-hmm. That's it. Or, or no, to yourself and all other things. Okay, yeah, because that makes you can sense. have like a connection to like the lamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like yeah, a like, dog. Yeah, I understand that now. That, yeah. that is spiritual, right? Yeah, because you're to like, the individual, yes. Yeah, like... No, a connection to yourself. Yeah, connection to yourself and then... Others. And other your things. connection to others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just all about connection, right? Yeah. If you, if you look at it in that terms, it like it seems less uh, less esoteric. Yeah, that makes it. That's, right, like, that's, well, that's grounded in like, reality. Right. What it, you just said like, was grounded in reality, yeah. Well, well, like, what does it mean to, like, what what is greater? You know, like, oh, a connection to the divine. What is the divine? Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't know what it is you're connecting to, then how can you connect to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's weird. I, f- I find, like, humans doing weird human things. No, we always... I mean, it's... That's humans. <laughs> we yeah. do all sorts of interesting and weird things. But, you, you know, it's really... It all comes back to the mind. Yeah. Right? Because it's it's really, like, if you just did things without thinking about them then there wouldn't be any weirdness. It's only weird when you think about it. Mm-hmm. If you don't think about it, it's not weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you know I mean? right, right, right. Yeah. We built these these um, illusory figments mm-hmm. of our imagination. We live in a, an invisible world of imagination. Yeah. Like cultural customs, laws, it's all, it's all the same thing. It's, yeah, we all make things up. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay, before I get into food security, I just want to quickly touch on this because, like, we were talking about work before. And now, in our, um, you were right. It's true. Like, it depends on your profession for remote work, mm-hmm. right? But being a marketer, I've noticed that the profession of marketing is fully remote now. Not, not fully. I mean, like, there are some jobs that allow you to go in, but the majority that I've seen are like they they kind of want to just go remote and stay remote right it's just better for like cost savings and like time people's like well-being um but then i started to think it'd be so trippy if you it, it's almost like work now is just playing a computer video game just think about it. you turn mm-hmm. on a computer um you do some work you send it to them there's no physical interaction with people you're just seeing these video displays of people. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, these, they could be Sims. We don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It makes then, more sense for you to go into the meta world. Exactly. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And it was tripping me out because I was like, I was like, if that is the case, if, if it's all Sims now, then like, okay, if it's all remote, you could gain a job, lose a job, gain a job, lose a job without even leaving your apartment. Mm-hmm. You know? And that would be so trippy because then you are literally playing a video game. Turn on your computer. <laughs> right, right? Oh, let me just do a bunch of work. And then, oh, sorry, you lost this job. We don't want you anymore. Okay. Then you go to a site. You still haven't left your computer. Apply to another job. Do an interview mm-hmm. to that job all on the computer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe if they're a really cool job, they'll send you a new computer. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like fully digital you can have an entire career now digital yeah weird right yeah it's weird but it makes sense it, 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 <laughs> it is, makes it sense. does make sense but like if you think about it now we've like 
what is real about your job then. It's like, oh, you have a career? But it's like, what do you mean? Because I just, <laughs> you know, because like all the, all the sites where you would get a job are online on your computer. All the yeah, interviews yeah, yeah. are done through your computer. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You could have a very varied career working online. Mm-hmm. And never have to see any of these people. Yeah, yeah. That's so trippy. Yeah. Right? Like, like, like uh, when I worked for Coding for Veterans or when I worked for uh, Obinax, right? Mm-hmm. Like these, the podcasting company, the coding company. And then, like, when you lose the contract with that person, it's like, delete. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, I never had to see you. I never went in. We never shook hands. It's kind yeah. of trippy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Weird. Sorry if you can hear a baby crying in the background. Our uh, next door neighbor just got a new baby. Okay, let's talk about um, let's talk about food insecurity because that was a really interesting one. So you you did a bit of research on uh, well, on I did a little bit, it's not as much as what you've read, I think. So okay, so um, basically, basically what we're hitting right now is like a food shortage in terms of. Um, logistics has like really slowed down so you aren't able to get as many products as you normally would have right Mm -hmm. and on top of that well before that there was like climate change so we're having a difficult time producing food okay yeah okay like ensuring that it could be supplied and then when covid hit it slowed down the logistics but then post covid it's like still kind of an issue Mm mm-hmm and then there's also war that broke out. And, yeah, that's, yeah. And then another one. I only know this because, like, I did that food security webinar. Like, we put that on, and then I was listening to, like, the all the top people talk about it. And I was like, I had no idea about why we weren't getting food. You mm-hmm. know? And, oh, and then the final thing is, like, nationalism is a big thing. So, like, certain countries now, they'll produce, but they'll be like, oh, we don't want to send it to that yeah. country. Yeah. Well, because uh, for their own... Um supply and possible shortages right so they want to right. keep for within yeah. right and and the problem is so like in university we were learning about in accounting and, and supply chains uh, we were talking about uh, just-in-time production and it was this new thing that everybody loved because it was like if you can figure out the logistical supply chain you'll save a lot of money because you're not holding on to stuff you're getting stuff just in time mm-hmm so like that would be uh, for example one one thing is like think of a coke machine right and then once you hit like the third coke third last coke bottle it would send a signal to coke to send more right right so it's just in time yeah so like you get these little signals to be like time to send more food right but if you if that only works if you can accurately forecast for supply and demand Mm -hmm. you know because like what if one day Friggin' 20 people want Cokes and then you quickly run out of Cokes. You're like, oh, we didn't make our supply demand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and with the, the food crisis right now, like the, the supplies are a big issue. So like chicken at the restaurant before that we went to like this past week, they were like, oh, we, we didn't get our shipment of chicken in. Mm. And it's like, how fragile is our system, bro? Yeah, we're seeing. You know what I mean? like, whoa. Well, yeah. I mean, these are what do you call? Um, not normal times, right? 
but but what is a normal time right so like yeah i agree with you but like 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 everything even when we think about climate change right mm-hmm. climate change is because we want to keep up the status quo yeah right like you said normal times normal time just means status quo yeah right but we're increasingly finding out that we need to be more adaptable in the way we live mm-hmm. so it's like have we just built up a system that's so faulty it works good when it's working good yeah so i think uh generally we don't ever try to solve things unless there's an actual problem oh don't fix it till it's broken uh, yeah. don't fix it if it's not broken yeah yeah so true. whenever there's issues that come up then we try to find solutions it's always like that interesting okay we don't we don't we may have ideas of solutions for possibilities but we don't know the actual possibility like mrna like it was just um like the vaccine it was just a an idea until we needed it and then they pushed forward on it and they're like oh we this is our solution Mm -hmm. it's like that yeah like there may be there are probably solutions or ideas out there for solutions but they don't get implemented unless we actually need them okay isn't it weird that we don't live in a a world that's one more pragmatic you know like thinking about what is the best solution just going forward and um two oh are you saying something well the reason we don't do that is because we don't know how we don't um it's more money right more money in r&d more money and all that stuff if we don't ever need it that's the thinking right? right right but but i feel like that is the reason why we are in this mess because we're we're built like we have, that's your yeah, foundational but principle. I understand what you're saying, yeah. But it's like you can spend all the money in R and D, right? Let's just say. But yeah. if it never ever has to be used, then it was a waste of money. Yeah. Okay. Fair point. It's, yeah. it's all comes down to money. No, but but okay, okay. So could you? Like, I think that comes down to like um, a mindset of your culture, because because like for example. Um, Western culture is all about like profit, profit, profit as quick yep. as possible, right? But like in Chinese culture, it's like let's. It doesn't matter if it takes three generations, but we're looking out for the future, not for the current um, state. They're willing to take a loss now if it means that their dynasty will be big later on. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas like in Western societies, we don't really think that way. It depends on. Uh, that may have been the case, but I don't know because it's, the world is all one kind of economy right so it's like okay yeah we all follow the same kind of thing like um, like everywhere we rely we really rely on china stuff but when china went down on lockdown and that kind of like no no for, for sure for sure for sure but i mean more about like the their attitudes towards things like this isn't me making it up this is in from a textbook that's why i was like oh it's I, I just noticed that the textbook was correct, that they're more willing to um, to think about more about future than present. Although it's funny because their religions are all about being in the present moment. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like it's all about like growing fast as we can in the West, you know, whereas there it's like we'd rather that that's also why you're seeing a, a resurgence of China because it's like, oh, were they just playing the long game? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they're like, oh, okay, you guys want to fight it out right now? Cool. But we know that over time, your your society's gonna crumble, and we'll swoop back in. Yeah, well, because yeah. China's been like a dominant power for a long time in history, right? So yeah. I think they knew it was like, okay, a lot, yeah, right a, lot, a lot of these supply things is also f- because of what's happened in China, right? Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. That the supply constraints are coming in because of that. A lot of the areas were 
especially with this like the serious lockdown that they had right in shanghai those those that really messed up a lot of things and there's other areas that are doing the same thing mm-hmm. throughout but like i think we're still dealing with the pains of of covid right 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 but but in retrospect it's like how faulty did you build the system that's why i keep going back to it's like how, how like if you i don't think uh, i wouldn't say necessarily it's faulty it was a system and then whenever there's issues that come up but, but i mean like find ways to fix things right, right but, but it's a system meant for maximizing profit right that's what just in time was for yeah. it's like we don't need a backlog we can save money if we just make everything just in time but then if you th- but that only works like an, under the status right quote time right, right right so that's what i mean like now we're looking at it like oh that system was super faulty because mm-hmm. we didn't have any reserves mm-hmm. and now they're they're talking about built moving more towards this um it's called the just in case model where they actually store a surplus of stuff just in case there's a problem yeah generally they do the i don't, I don't know if they do it for food because this food does get no it, it is it is a food thing uh, this is where i but then that, that means that they have to use more pesticides to keep these okay okay foods I was, preserved I was getting, I was right getting to that one next right so that's like it's like do you want to do that to food um but the, i know they do that reserves for like oil and things like that for sure yeah for sure for sure um the the webinar I was talking about where they uh, mm-hmm. where I learned about this is that's where they talked about the just in case model and they're applying that to food now. Mm-hmm. So when you said pesticides, so now um, I'm like almost done this book, but I thought it was about logistics because it was like how the food industry is killing our food system or whatever. And, uh, and yeah, I thought it was about like how they modeled the structure of it, but it was actually about how because of, our desire for like having food any time of the year mm-hmm. or our convenience culture, yeah, yeah, convenience, you know? yeah. and also our like um the aesthetics of it like we don't want a uh a blemish on a tomato we want a perfectly beautiful tomato mm-hmm. every time yeah you know what i mean like think about when you buy a banana if there's like a yellow perfectly yellow banana or like one with a little bit of brown you're going for the yellow one mm-hmm right we yeah, all, yeah we all do it yeah of course. right and they know that about our consumer culture mm-hmm. so like you said about pesticides they're doing multiple things to create that like frankenfoods have you heard about that uh i heard the name so so frankenfoods are like they like for example um well it's basically gmos so you oh, okay. take a yeah. you take a watermelon you inject it with dna from salmon and then it's able to be stored much longer mm-hmm. right the problem is so like in in an effort to keep up like convenience and um you know aesthetics for the consumer you're doing all these things that you don't know what the ramifications will be later on okay and and what it's saying is like it could we could be killing ourselves by having these foods with like lower nutritional value so they're like uh, a tomato that you you grow so that it's like um it looks perfect and it could be stored for longer. It has less vitamin C than a tomato from before that is like kind of uglier and you have to consume it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that's why they're saying we have like vitamin deficiencies now because our food isn't covering what we would need it to cover. Mm-hmm. Right. You heard that before, right? Or no? Oh, uh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's basically what, what the, uh, what they're finding now is that because of how they've tampered with our food, it's not creating the amount of output in vitamin content that we need. That's why you need to uh, supplement yourself. 
Mm -hmm. Because before it was like, oh, you just eat to make yourself healthy. Yeah. Right? That was the old paradigm. But now, like, you have to take, make sure you take your vitamin C tablets and also, like, your zinc and your phosphate and, like, all that stuff, right? But you should be able to get that from food, right? Mm -hmm. Theoretically. Okay. But our food's not producing that level of quality anymore. Okay. And that's tied into the logistic system. And that's like what you're saying, like, oh, you need more pesticides if you want to grow longer for just in time. And like, mm-hmm. so again, another example of like a very weak system, you know? Yeah. Uh, again, I think it's more like if you're trying to provide for the world, there are drawbacks. Yeah. But there's positives and drawbacks if you yeah. want to do that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're rushing, we're running, we're sprinting towards like a finish line that's not really there. Mm-hmm. But in our sprint, we're like missing things. You know, like haste makes waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like kind of scary to think about. Yeah, but yeah, it's all, everyone's just trying to figure it out, right? I just feel like that, like no one has a solution. No one has like the full hunt answer. Yeah, okay. So we're always, this is always going to be the case, right? Like, for instance, like, before using lead pipes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Then yeah, you realize, wait, yeah, yeah. we're killing ourselves with lead. Yeah, that's true. Right, but always... That's like trial and error. But, but that's, it'd be, that's, that's how it always is, right? Oh, like, gee, we, yeah. we do it, something went wrong, okay, let's fix that issue. Okay, but one at a time. Sure. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, um... I feel like then there'll be more... It could be more focused on uh, like local farmers or buying local food. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. That's there's that new resurgence, but now, um, now you you can't. But that only is good for people in the. I would say in the affluent. Wouldn't yeah, yes, work yeah. For yeah I was gonna say you can't feed <laughs> everyone with that because like you one, you don't have the farming space for that. So like if everyone's going to the supermarket for locally grown food, well how much can you grow in toronto yeah yeah. you know what i mean yeah how much you can grow but then also foods becomes probably more expensive it would become more expensive yeah yeah yeah, for sure Uh, we went to a farmer's market this morning and i got um one donut from there no no okay so i'll give you this one so i i got like this jerk chicken thing and these fish balls guess how much it was like 20 bucks yeah it was 20 bucks i was like it was not it wasn't even a meal it was just like one piece of chicken yeah i was like what okay fine whatever (laughs) and then um then i also got a donut guess Mm -hmm. how much the donut was ten dollars oh no no that's that'd be crazy i'd be like well it's five dollars four dollars okay four dollars so then on the way back i don't know how big the donut was true yeah okay fair point so then i was heading back and then we're like oh let's stop by this greek it was like um a Greek pastry place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, it's more commercial. Like obviously, you know, it's, it's okay. not like locally grown. Like yeah, they're yeah, definitely yeah. using. Sure. You know, yeah. Yeah. So more, yeah. more conduct commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, I got five items. Guess how much that costs? Four dollars. Eight bucks. Oh, okay. So like if I'm getting one donut for four bucks and then eight items for, I don't know, five items for eight bucks. Right. Seems like, seems like a better deal to go to the commercial one. <laughs> yeah. So like you're saying, it's like more for the affluent. Like I'd love to eat like that all the time. Spend twenty bucks, spend four bucks. Yeah. But like, who can really do that? Exactly. Every single day. Yeah. Exactly. You know? 
Yeah. Yeah. We have a, like a very broken food system, but what's crazy is like, that's the basic needs, like food, water, shelter, mm-hmm. that, and Maslow's hierarchy. You need that first. Yeah. I think we've come to that level where we want all, again, we want all of the ingredients yeah. at all times of the year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, I don't think anything can be perfect. You're going to, for sure. Yeah. You're going to, uh, you're going to lose some things somewhere. Okay, okay. So now let's talk about the solutions that they said in the, um, the webinar, which is re-educating people to understand that they should only eat and cook things that are in season. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I never even thought about that because if you get rid of that convenience model, then there won't be so much stress on the system. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, we don't need to grow strawberries in the winter. It's just, oh, it's not the time for strawberries, bro. Like, we'll get those another time. Well, yeah, I mean, they don't grow it here. They'll grow They ship it from somewhere else, right? That's true, too. Yeah, but, like, even in those, you, in order to save, um, save the product for the trip. Yeah. Right? Because, like, let's say it takes five days, mm-hmm. uh, start to finish, to get it from, that's a very, it's a very optimistic number five days to be like from being picked to making it to the canadian grocery store halfway around the world yeah right how what's the lifespan of a strawberry Mm -hmm. it would have died like much quicker Mm -hmm. you know it's like you were saying in in um when you went to spain was it or an orange juice yeah morocco where were you spain is spain Spain. and you're like oh my god the orange juice here is amazing Mm -hmm. because it's plentiful yeah so it has like a different vitamin C quality, a different flavor mm-hmm. because it's not being, um, it's not being killed of its nutrients in order to make it to the other side of the world. Yeah. It's like probably been like freshly picked. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 And in our, in our pursuit to create the most industrious civilization in the West, North America, mm-hmm. where things don't really grow, like really think yeah, about yeah, that, yeah, we yeah. don't really have a good growing season. Like what can we grow in North America? Like potatoes? Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> what are we going to make? Yeah. We're not growing strawberries. Yeah. We're not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But those are like vitamin C rich things that we need. Mm-hmm. But that's what I, I'm saying. We go back to, it's like in order to make those things, the longevity of those things longer, you have to sacrifice the nutritional value of the food. You know, have you heard of uh, golden rice? Yeah. Uh, I've heard of the name. Okay, okay. All right, you know, I don't mean like a supermarket thing. It's like this thing that they created uh, for uh, people, I think, in Africa. Yeah, with yeah, more yeah. They, they imp- there's value. more vitamins and stuff. Yeah, yeah vitamins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if we're going to move towards that, you know, in the future, like just like Frankenfoods, that's all you can get. You know? <laughs> I feel like it might. they might have to do things like that. If Yeah. Yeah. If we're lacking in vitamins, yeah, I feel like that's... Because we can't just keep taking vitamins. It's like, uh, I mean, we can, but, you know. But I think that's what is going to happen. Like, they do those things even in milk products, too. I believe they add. Yeah, yeah, they add, like, vitamin D. Like, this is rich in vitamin D. Or, like, yeah. when did this ever get, when did this ever need vitamin D? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, like, that's that probably what's going to happen. Yeah, that's trippy. It's like we're living in a, like, a fake world. What would you eat? Have you tried the Beyond Meat Burger? No. Yeah, it sounds kind of weird. It's like, why don't you just eat the beef? Yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> I think from my perspective, it's just like, you, you really want like a KFC, but you want 
to be ethical about it. Yeah, like you, yeah, you want. Yeah, that's why I find it weird. It's like, why are you eating? Yeah, they well, they have those like those fake uh, those like vegan. When I was vegan before, we'd eat like a lot of uh, like meat. Uh, Meat, like, meat what do you light. call those? Yeah, like, it's like meat alternatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just made it like tofu or something. And yeah, was like oh, this is not good for my body. Yeah, because <laughs> like, because like, in an effort to you know be more conscious about society and like, oh, we don't want to kill so many animals, but like now you're just creating things that are not good. It's like eating junk food. Like, yeah, like no, no, fully I, processed. Yeah, for me, like, it's for me, it's like you want to eat the animal, but. You're gonna do it this way. Like yeah, you're yeah, still yeah. telling me that. Like if you really want to be vegan, then just do like like vegan Plants. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're saying. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Keep keep it natural. Yeah, keep it natural. But like by choosing to eat things that look a replicate or look like um like burgers or something. Yeah. And it's all you're saying is that you wanna eat that. You but just, you, you feel like psychologically um uh like shackled by yeah. why you shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Okay. Oh, you're coming in from that point. I'm coming in more like, like, what are we eating? It's not even food anymore. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, but it's also like mentally, you're you're stressing yourself out here. Yeah, for sure, for sure. He, one other thing that they brought up in the book, and it like freaked me out, is like, there's so nitrates turn into nitrite, which causes cancer. So, but nitrates are in um, a lot of the the growing. Like the the fertilizer, term? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. that they that they use to grow food. Okay, so they're like, we don't know if this food's actually causing cancer for you. So like eating a commercial like carrot might have like nitrites in it, and those nitrites will lead to cancer later on. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, so yeah. it's like I actually feel like helpless in the situation. Like, what are we gonna eat then? <laughs> you know, like like we're 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 kind of like. You need food, but the food that's being supplied is not correct. So what do you do? Well, we have no control over these things. I, that's what I mean. So right, just right, eat right. food. Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> you have no control, so just like eat the food for sure. But if you think about it, like freak, it's pretty freaky, you know. If you do think about it, yeah. But then you can't always. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Live like that. That was me this morning. I was like reading the book, and I was like, "Oh my god, why am I reading this book? This is like." <laughs> Trip me out because I don't know what to do about this now. Yeah, some things, some things are. I guess it depends on where you're at. Some things are left to be uh, ignorant about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. For I don't sure. say everything. Yeah. I'm just saying like there's probably some things that. Unless you can figure it out. Unless you, you know? figure it out, yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, another solution that they brought up is like growing your own food in your backyard. Mm-hmm. But one thing that they said was like, people need time, and time is resource. Because like, how much time do you have a day to devote to, you know, going to work, extracurricular activities? If you have kids taking their kid to school and growing a garden, mm-hmm. come on, bro! <laughs> like, you can't ask me to do everything. Yeah, that's why I see. I mean, like your free time is then your garden for like yeah for gardening, garden, right? Yeah, and then you can't even grow enough food to like supply that for every single meal like your dad has a garden right mm-hmm. and like like how many zucchinis can you get from that like are you need zucchini for every and meal? it depends you on the mean? season not every time you're gonna get the same amount yeah yeah, yeah for sure zucchinis right yeah 
changes so like, how much what the season is like is it going to rain a lot this year or not for sure <laughs> so it's like how can you ask us to do that as well and then um contrast to your dad's garden uh sid's sid's dad's garden has like it, when i went to the backyard i was like dude you, your garden is like so plentiful and they're like yeah the trick is miracle grow like they use <laughs> like steroid rich fertilizer right, to make yeah. these amazing like beautiful uh he had like kale and stuff mm -hmm. but then reading this book it's like yeah that stuff can lead to cancer as well so it's like oh my god well what could, do do, bro? could we don't know yeah we don't know yeah yeah could but, yeah i guess it's better to have the kale than not have the kale but yeah i think so but still damn bro how much time is that gonna take for you to mm -hmm. to like build a sufficient enough garden you're gonna eat kale for every meal <laughs> yeah right you know I mean? or like yeah. even chickens like if you had a couple of like joe rogan's like oh i just invested in a few chickens and then every day i get eggs from them and mm -hmm. it's like we all don't have a giant backyard to do that <laughs> so you know I mean? like yeah. yeah i guess like hunting would be a good solution but then you're also yeah you're preserving that food for a long time too right you like salt on it you gotta salt it or freeze it like, what does that do to the meat over time? Yeah. Oh, well, one thing we didn't bring up, uh, I was just thinking about reserves, is uh, Ukraine's grain. You were telling me this week. I was like, what? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, they Produce supply like, a lot of I don't know, wheat grains or I don't know, some grains they have, right? Yeah. So they're asking, I think Russia, I think Russia took over a certain port. So they're asking them to release the so grains the, the rest of the world can have grain not the world in certain areas there's going to be a lot more people that will, won't get food wow so those areas who they were supplying are not going to get it huh so and then like fertilizer it's like both russia and belarus are like number two and three and exporting that oh really yeah okay Damn. A certain type and of fertilizer. You need, and you need but, fertilizer to grow food, so it's like... Yeah, I don't know what kind of fertilizer, but yeah, certain... They do... They're like top two and three, so it's like... <laughs> so it, it makes you think like our... Like going back to it, it's like our our global supply chain is super weak. That's why we don't want war, right? When war happens, these are the problems that can come out of it like outside of the climate change issues. But even like... Yeah, even with the, like, all right, let's say there's no war. Like, the climate change issue alone is, like... Yeah, I think a climate cool. change issue is there, but at least, you know, as countries, you work together. But right now, they don't want to work together with certain countries. Yeah. And then you have war on top of that. And then, so there's, like, more problems, right, on top of each other. Right, 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 right. So right now, so, like, there wouldn't be a solution, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how we're gonna get out of this one. Like going forward. Yeah, I want like the the person who was like in charge of it, uh, the webinar that I went to, was saying that um, like this is just the beginning, mm -hmm. and then going forward, it's gonna get more tough. So it's like if this is just the beginning, this is what it looks like. Is he saying with the climate change? With or everything is... involved, like climate change, war, um, mm -hmm. the things I named, right? Uh, those those compound to make high uh, inflation for food prices and like things in general. And then like, how do we, mm -hmm. how do we come out of it? 
Well, I feel like, I mean, everyone, there's, a, there's a fear of recession to come. Right, 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 from all this. Yeah. But it, it would be interesting to see, like, what is the restructuring going to be like going forward? Like, restructuring of our food supply and, like, all that. We'll see, yeah. I mean, we, everybody still wants all the On-demand food. On-demand food. Yeah, they still want that. But it's like, what if we just can't get that? Well, we can't get that, we can't get that. But I think the solution, or the they're going to try to still figure out a way so that we still do that. So we end up still getting food, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's funny, the like, status quo Eventually, thing. yeah. We yeah. really live in the very, like, I want to be status quo society. Mm-hmm. Like, not, not very adaptable. We've built a society like that now. Yeah, yeah, true. And we depend so heavily on the society, we can't have a breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Like, that would be so crazy. you remember those, like... um pre like early 1900s like the way they lived and mm-hmm. stuff and it's like oh that seems so drastic from how we live today it's funny because like when you're in it you think that this will last forever but then like let's say 30 years down the line we look back and we're like wow it's a totally different world mm-hmm. than before yeah you know so it'll be interesting to see what changes going forward like the, the way we yeah, can see yeah. things like even just the remote work what we brought up mm-hmm that's, that's a new change yeah yeah and that's it seems like that's where it's gonna stay mm. now yeah i like it but you know it's definitely different yeah, yeah of course yeah oh. okay um anything else about that before i move on to the final thing no i think that's it yeah just right. uh so so i i read this book about hip- i was gonna bring it up last week but I was like, oh, this podcast is really long, so I'll save it for next week, which is this week. Um, what do you got? An hour. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so uh, I read this book on hypnotism, and it when I was reading it, I was like, this is just meditation, because we do it to ourselves all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we we enter into a, like, it's called a theta wave state, and in that brainwave state, you're kind of like asleep and dreaming and mm-hmm. you're really suggestible to programming, right? So when you meditate, you're able, like that's what affirmations are for. Like I am powerful, I'm strong. If you repeat that to yourself, yeah. you're encoding that into yourself. Mm-hmm. But that's the exact same thing as like uh, hypnosis. Okay. Right, because hypnosis, when yeah. you do it, you're like, you're getting tired and tired and like whatever. And it's weird how our brains really operate on this subconscious and conscious level mm-hmm. you know it's like we don't realize it's almost like you don't even know what you're being programmed with when you think about it in terms like that it's like wait if i just enter into a theta wave state i'm more suggestible and then i could reprogram my habits and stuff you know or or um or like when i had like sleep dentistry and they're like we're just going to put you in this brainwave yeah. state where you're you're awake but not fully awake mm-hmm. and i was like mm-hmm. what is that and then i don't remember my dentist thing at all yeah yeah or like a couple nights ago when i told you i took off my watch and put it beside me like dude i don't remember that at all mm-hmm. so it's like like what it's almost like our brains are very like we're we're so susceptible to everything that's around us you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah yeah i just i thought that was freaky because like if you think about it like that then it's like what what are your relationships doing to you? What are your work environments doing to you? What are your, you know, mm-hmm. it almost seems like you're always being programmed. Well, technically, yeah. 
Right? But yeah. nobody thinks about it like that. Yeah. You know, if you actually look well, at like the things works. What, what are what influence you what what it like what's influencing you? And you're gonna go or oh, you like that. So you go more in that direction. Right. But like you know what I mean? Like that's you're being triggered by something. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. To cause in that way. So it's like me like liking GT seven. Then I found this thing on Netflix about yeah, F one. Yeah. Now I'm watching F one. So right. like you can see like the But but if you actually go back to like when you're a kid, you always liked those racing games. So it's almost like our personalities are like a compound of experiences. Yeah, and there's certain things that needs to be used as a catalyst to lead you in certain directions. Right, right, for sure. Yeah. It's it's weird when you think about people like that, you know, where we're all just a collection of experiences engaging with one another. Mm-hmm. Like we, we mm-hmm. are personalities, like who we are as a person is like, is, 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 um, is a, yeah, just a collection of your past. So it's like, who are you really? And if you can reprogram that, then what does that mean about you? Like, who are you? Right. You're not your personality, obviously. Mm-hmm. If that, if that's just like a compound Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, are we just no one? We're just, like, this embodiment of experiences that we think is real? Well, in, in a way, yeah. I think it's, if this is just the byproduct of the mind to make you keep... Doing the thing. Doing whatever, yeah. right? It's just the progression of life. That's all it is. Yeah. Right? Like... It goes back to, like, determinism, like, yeah, cause and effect It as goes well. back to that. Yeah. Well, I read this in uh, the brain and the meaning of the life of life. The book um, it said that we are just like ants in search of like our next chemical hit, like dopamine. We're just searching for dopamine, mm-hmm. you know. And and if we're just this like conglomerate of experiences, it's like if we, you know, the whole idea of like if you took your consciousness and put it into another body, would you still be you? Right, and it's almost like no, because who is you? Who mm-hmm. are you? Mm-hmm. You know, like are we just yeah. no one? <laughs> I mean, like, like if you read in a spiritual text, that is what they say. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. say you're no one. Yeah, but I think they mean like you're not special. Or, but now what I'm saying is like I wonder if that's what they meant. Like they just contemplated well, we don't know so what much. They meant, yeah, you never know. Like it's all like <laughs> interpretations, and then you know, re-explanations in contemporary terms. But we always keep doing that, right? We always take things from the past and then Reject reinterpret them, yeah, yeah. it to today's time. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But to go back to it, it's like, we almost are like, we almost really are like no one. We're almost like slaves to our experiences. Yeah, we're, we're just experiencing. That's it. <laughs> we, we are experiences... We're a grouping of like experiences, experiencing things, which feeds back into our grouping of, of our grouping of experiences. It's like a feedback loop of experience. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You experience one thing, so it forces you to do another thing, and then that thing becomes your new experience. So then you do another thing from that thing, mm-hmm. and you're just moving forward and forward and forward. Yeah, that's trippy. <laughs> Because then, can you fault anyone? Well, that's my point. I think I've said that before. It's like I can't. It's hard to, yeah, fault someone for something based on whatever happened to them or is happening to them. Yeah, but through their right. experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then the, the next question is, can you change someone? Yeah, that's the point of changing their... But it's like, but can you change someone? Maybe you have to be like, you have to be already primed to change. Maybe yeah, yeah that's probably true. You yeah. know what I mean? Like your, your experience has told you, oh, I can change. Mm-hmm. But there are those who like their experiences told them they can't change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's almost like you can't change anyone <laughs> unless you have that programming that you can change already. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of like spiritual sex. It's like you can't awaken anyone without them already in search of being awake. Unless there's a drug to induce certain chemicals to ch- to. But then would that change who you are entirely? Yeah, probably. Right? Yeah. It's all chemicals. It is, yeah, it is all chemicals. <laughs> chemicals, like, push forward through experience. Yeah, and then based on, like, you know, are you getting enough vitamins or not? So that, uh, That's true. It definitely will change your personality. Yeah. Like, people who are like, oh, I was hangry. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Their personality does change when you're hungry. Yeah. You know? You're, yeah, uncontrollably, like, or very easily stressed or that because you haven't fed the hunger, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, like, also, like, having, you know, a deficiency in certain vitamins yeah. can cause you to think in certain ways, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. It's it's like a, I don't know, I see it like a kaleidoscope. You, you remember, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. what kaleidoscopes like look like, and you, like, turn it, like, mm-hmm. change your shape and stuff. Yeah, if if we didn't see, like, if we didn't see our ourselves individually, it probably would just look like a kaleidoscope of energies moving. Right. You know, we were like, oh, you're a person, I'm a person. Yeah. We have physical bodies, but it's like, if you didn't see things in that way, if you just saw you as a series of experiences, mm-hmm. you as a series of cells, you know, yeah. then it's just like energy moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to like marry science with like spirituality. That's why I keep bringing it up like it sounds super esoteric, but it's like it makes logical sense. You know? Yeah, yeah. There just isn't terms. There's certain yeah, there's only certain things that science can do or how to study these sort of things, right? Some of these Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or we haven't learned enough yet to like what to do, what to look for through science methods for this sort of things, right? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. Like, we're limited by our instruments and our questioning. Yeah. We, yeah. we don't even know how to answer. Like, um, Elon Musk said this, like, well, it's in the book, Hitchhiker's Guide as well, but, like, the answer to life is 42. And what that means is, like, it's not about the, the answer. It's about the question. Mm-hmm. If I give you the answer, like, if I'm like, hey, water, and you're like, what do you mean? It makes yeah. no sense to you. But yeah. I'm like, if you ask me, hey, I'm thirsty, what should I drink? Water. You know, right, right. the question gives context to the answer. Yeah. But I feel like the universe is the answer. But we haven't got the questions. We don't know what All the we're questions. looking for. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that just comes through time and through more experiences. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, more experiences. Yeah, it should be. Okay, but final thing, because I was thinking about this as I moved my hand through the air as I was talking to you. Uh, this guy on the Joe Rogan podcast, Hotep Jesus, he was saying, I believe that we're already in water. We just don't know we're in water. And, and Joe's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But what he really meant was like atmosphere. Like okay. we don't see atmosphere, just like the fish doesn't see water. Sure. Okay. That's trippy. Yeah, yeah if you think then, of it that way. Sure. But if you think of it that way and then 
it goes back to the whole we're just energies moving around because it's like as i breathe out when i'm talking within our atmosphere it's somehow going to get into your body i mean that's how viruses work right mm -hmm. like covid it spreads through like oral um respiration or whatever mm -hmm. but like how does that move through the air through the atmosphere yeah well yeah in a way he's right it is a form of uh I, I, like like he's using yeah yeah he's using water as the as the metaphor term but yes right technically we are yeah like if you go above a certain time certain atmosphere atmosphere level it's, it's hard it's hard to breathe right so right right right, right. so we're leaving our water yeah yeah our zone of water oh right. true just like fish right yeah if you pull the fish out of the water it's like they can't breathe anymore yeah and then if that's the case then if we're all connected by this thing called atmosphere, which is really just like particles, is there any difference between you and I? Like separation? Like obviously there is separation, like you can visibly see separation, but if you could also see like atmosphere, imagine if we could see atmosphere, mm -hmm. then we'd, we'd realize how more connected we are. Yeah, there's always ways to think of or find ways that we think that we're more connected, but that depends on the individual again, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. We're going to always yeah. keep there are people who are going to look at that and see the connections between all of us, yeah, but then yeah, also yeah. see the separation, yeah, yeah, separation sure. and just focus on separation. That's also happens to people too. But, but isn't it interesting that you said, like when I asked you, like what is spirituality to you? And you're like, uh, like understanding that we're all connected and mm -hmm. we're all like one essentially. Right. And it's like, if you look at all of these things that we just described about like collections of experiences and kaleidoscope of energy and like we're in the atmosphere of water it all makes sense or like uh what else there's we all came from stardust the big bang yeah, yeah, yeah. we all start we all have that like in common that historical even piece. evolutionary dna we all have that yeah in common to every yeah. single creature so it it's the ignorance or the lack of knowledge of these things which creates more uh anger and hate and separation between all beings because mm -hmm. it if you knew we all came from the same place and we're essentially the same, we all having the exact same experiences, right? Like the way I'm experiencing life is how you're experiencing life, mm -hmm. just to a different degree because you're sure. you and I'm me. It's yeah, like, yeah. Again, how can you, how can you fault someone or hate on them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Easier said than done because, like, you know, of you course, think about people you hate, right? You're like, I don't like that guy, <laughs> but like, you're like, but can you remember? what we just talked about yeah, yeah. and then apply it to that person right yeah yeah i think i think like i think that's like the highest epitome of like spirituality like understanding that in all moments like i can understand it um when i consciously bring it about it's sure like i have to remind myself yeah yeah but i think the one under that level of like enlightenment enlightenment being like you understand a concept I think it's just kindness, which is just, that's cool. I'm going to, like, that's cool that you're doing that. I'm just going to move on my way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you can't, if you can't remember that, at least you can be kind. Mm -hmm. If you can't remember that we're all one and, like, all see the unity right, of all right. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you can be kind and mm -hmm. just be like, have a nice day. Let's just move, keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got. Yeah. You think about something? No, just, yeah, we're all one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
Yeah, no, but, but for real. <laughs> Technically. But, but like, but... It does, doesn't matter if you say it esoterically or scientifically. Like, yeah. They're all coming at the same places. Like, literally, that's why I'm like, you people need to read more spiritual textbooks and read science textbooks. Because mm-hmm. if you read both, they're like, you are literally saying the same thing. Because mm-hmm. in the science textbook, they're, they're saying, like, we all just come from the Big Bang. We're all stardust. Like, um, yes, and they're coming at it from, like, physical matter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But the spiritualists are coming at it from more of, like, a intangible, esoteric matter. Yeah, the problem is there's varieties of spiritual yeah, for meaning. Yeah, sure. for sure. So I would say the ones that think like us, they would probably see that. Yeah, okay, fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could see the the commonality mm-hmm. between science and spirituality, yeah. but some people gravitate towards science. Some people gravitate towards spirituality based on their experiences. But then, at the end of the day, they're all coming back to the same conclusion, mm-hmm. which is we're all one. Mm-hmm. So then, does that mean that at our core we all are good, or we all want like? Well, I mean, good is we're all what? Sorry, well, like we all want like. Um, we all want to fit in. Yeah, I think that's the yeah, that's the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At our core, we all just want to be accepted. Yes. Loved. Yep. And appreciated. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know where the deficit comes in? I actually literally wrote a tweet about this. Where the problem is, we all want those things, but we don't do them to ourselves we don't do things that we love mm-hmm. appreciate or uh, show compassion in. Mm-hmm. like imagine if you had like a job you hated for eight hours a day yeah like how can you ask that person to be a more open-minded individual if or, or how can you give love to that individual if they don't even love themselves enough to not be in that situation mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah okay it's a trippy trippy podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> you say something it's all a mind game it is yeah for sure for sure all right till next time peace yeah, take it easy. peace bye bye all right hope you enjoyed that episode uh, be sure to like share subscribe all those fun things and check out our sponsors zenro clothing co portion bakery and Podbean. take it easy fish peace